following program is a presentation of the Flypod New Media Network. www.theflypod.com. You are listening to Super Chat, the official school information podcast for Richland Bean Blossom Community Schools. Thank you for listening in today. I am your host, Gary Puckett, and today my guests are Superintendent Dr. Jerry Sanders. We have Jennifer Barrett, Director of Teaching and Learning and Ready Schools. Also, we have Matt Irwin, the Assistant Superintendent. This program is sponsored exclusively by the locally owned and operated group of McDonald's restaurants in Bloomington and Ellettsville. If you are ready to get started working toward your college degree, McDonald's restaurants in Bloomington and Ellettsville offer financial support to their employees to help make their educational journey easier. Archways to Opportunity offers programs to help make your goals become reality and in a way that fits your lifestyle. For more information on receiving $2,500 annual tuition assistance available to part-time student employees, as well as other programs, visit their website, archwaystoopportunity.com. McDonald's, committed to being America's best first job. Our nationwide media network operates with a team of 35 individual show hosts around the country, We also have 80 syndication partners and 17 different media domain platforms. We provide on-demand media programming for over 3,300 communities across the nation. Super Chat is a show format we offer for school districts across the country. However, this episode of Super Chat is produced solely for the benefit of the stakeholders of Richland Bean Blossom Community Schools. Well, quite a group today. I welcome each of you to Super Chat. Each of you have very unique roles that all come together as you serve your students and your staff. I'd like to have you review the particular roles you take on toward the operation of your schools. Jerry, let me begin by asking you to describe the roles and responsibilities that come with being superintendent. Can you summarize these for us? Most people probably think that the superintendent, his or her job is to uh, cancel school or call two-hour delays. As I go around to the schools and the the teachers introduce me to the classroom, you know, I'll start off, you know, by saying, "Well, I'm I'm like the principal of all the schools uh, in Edgewood," and and I get blank stares back, and and then I say, "Well, I'm the guy who calls you in the morning to cancel school," and then. Everybody all of a sudden knows exactly who they're talking to. But I became a uh, a public school administrator uh, 32 years ago. And when I became a principal, I just was determined at that time that I was going to be a principal that provided uh, my teachers, parents, students, uh, whatever they needed for success. I would say that over the years that that my role of being principals, assistant superintendent, and now superintendent has, has been the same all along. And 
And uh, that's really to establish a culture that where we're uh, caring, supporting, encouraging one another, and then uh, uh, success comes from that. And uh, we, I, I truly believe that we have uh, the best uh, school corporation in the state of Indiana. It's a great and wonderful place to to work and come to school. You know, as we uh, head into winter break, I just want to wish our entire school family uh, happy holidays and and uh, hope that everybody has a fun, exciting, and wonderful winter break and and we'll be ready to go when when school starts and back up in January. Yeah, that's a great wish for everyone. Jennifer, let me turn to you. Will you describe for our listeners the specifics of your position and what you are responsible for in assuring that student and staff issues are addressed? Absolutely. So I think of Jennifer Anderson and I as a duo. Uh, She really addresses services related to students. And on my side of things, I am supporting that through Uh, providing needs for uh, solutions and needs for teachers. So um, I think of that as far as on the teacher side of things, just providing services to them that allow them to do their jobs to the very best of their abilities. Um, Things like that might include professional development. It might mean uh, curriculum development. It could be alignment across our buildings. Um, In a lot of cases, it's looking at trends that we're seeing in data and looking for those gaps where we can do better and we can, uh, you know, make some tweaks to some of our systems in order to see, you know, more success coming from our students. One thing I always learned as a principal and um, I hope that my teachers always felt um, is that I definitely uh, strive to be a servant leader And I believe that in this role, it gives me an even bigger opportunity to step into those shoes and make sure that I'm serving our teachers here at Edgewood to the best of my ability. Yeah. I assume that in this data-driven era that we are living in now as it relates to education and other fields as well, that a lot of what drives the initiatives and the movements and the actions and the plans that you work on, they're backed up by data indicators. Is that a fair statement? Yes, absolutely. Uh, You know, it's one thing to, you know, as, as teachers, we believe, we feel uh, you know, we, we get this information from students. It's, it's those informal ways of determining if our students are learning something or not. We, we all have the innate ability to look at our kids and you know them so well. You, you look for that, you know, that little look on their face that says, I got this, or that look on their face that says, you are confusing the heck out of me. But when we really start to look at our data related to that, it puts a different frame around it. And at that point, it's not just looking at the informal measures. It truly is looking at those formal pieces where we're we're determining if what we're doing is working. And if it's not, you know, going back and looking at what we're doing and how we adjust that. Because if we're not, uh, you know, hitting the mark with our kids, 
then we're not doing the best that we can possibly do for them. And so data is such a big piece of what we do day in and day out. And we look at those you know, measures that are across the entire year. We look at those measures across several weeks. We narrow down even data into day in and day out pieces. And so it's really not just one piece. It's really looking at all of it collectively across the board. I hear what you're saying. And um, as we speak to schools everywhere, it's a very consistent uh, thread of what you're describing there. Uh, Well, excellent and and a good summary description. Well, Matt, I'd like to turn to you. As the assistant superintendent, I'm sure your responsibilities are many as well. For our listeners' benefit, though, Describe the scope of your roles and duties for serving students and staff. Among the the things that I I focus on are uh, the financials of the school corporation, uh, our school safety team, the different business operations that we have uh, and facilities as well, Um, and then just a variety of different topics that uh, Dr. Sanders and I and, and our entire team collaborate on as they come up. So, you know, really what it comes down to is, managing resources and trying to make sure that those resources are used efficiently and effectively and that it gives everyone what they need to serve kids and to better our community. There's a lot that goes into that and there's a lot of different nuances and things that we have to to abide by when it comes to um, rules, regulations, and things that are put out through the legislation. But ultimately what it comes back to is trying to figure out how to use those resources to serve kids. Um, And so we have a a lot of conversation about what that looks like and how that's done and then how that fits in with what we've said is our purpose and our mission and our vision. And so we continually talk about that. We, we, you know, put those resources and then to staff and to students and to curriculum and make sure that it's meeting the needs. And when we find out that something needs tweaked or that data is showing that we need to do something different, we divert resources and we, we make sure that it's, you know, trying to, to get into the right place. And so that's um, really what it's about because ultimately that's what those funds are there for is to make sure that we have the very best, best people working with our kids and that we have the facilities that we need to provide the environment um, that allows them to get a quality education. So that's kind of a broad scope as far as what, uh, what I touch on and it's pretty diverse at times, but uh, it makes the days exciting because one minute we could be talking about, uh, you know, something to do with just strictly business office. And the next minute we're talking about curriculum. The next minute we're talking about uh, meeting our particular need or a situation that's going on with a, with a student that we need to help with. And so it's really diverse, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm sure that your position as well as the others involve a lot of moving parts that you have to address and kind of interpret the tea leaves, if you will. Yes. Um, I think that that's, I mean, that's, that's part of it, you know, being in these roles as a decision maker and, and as a person that's got to bring, bring together um, a lot of different areas of the school corporation, because there, there are a lot of moving parts, whether that's transportation or maintenance or custodial or our nutrition services or our teachers or instructional aides. We're a pretty big entity that has a lot of different moving parts. And so, you know, that's that's that um, big, beautiful, tangled web of trying to work with all those different leaders and pull together that team to make sure that we're all moving as cohesively as possible in the right direction. 
Well, that's excellent, Matt. Well, Jerry, I did have one other thing I wanted to ask you. I was hoping that you might be able to simply remind our listeners of exactly when school will resume in January. Uh, Certainly. Today is our, our last day before winter break, and we will be expecting our students to uh, come back to school on Thursday, January 4th. And uh, we feel like we've established a really great foundation of learning during the first semester. And and on January 4th, uh, the buses will roll and pick up our students and we'll go into the second semester and have a lot of great success. Oh, yeah. And uh, finish out strong as you go into the home stretch of another school year. My, my, my. Well, I must say that as I listen to the descriptions that you all have provided, you begin to realize the complexities of operating a school district. We've covered a very interesting collection of uh, school-related functions, roles, duties, responsibilities, and it all works together cohesively to pull it off and make it a quality district, all for meeting the needs of students and staff, ultimately. Well, good job today, and I wish everyone a happy holiday season, and I hope everyone returns refreshed and recharged and ready to go. And I want to thank each of you for joining me today here on Super Chat. Thank you. Folks, I ask that you share this podcast with your community of school-associated friends using social media. I'd like to thank our sponsor for their support, the locally owned operated McDonald's restaurants in Bloomington and Ellettsville. Just remember, if you have a comment or a question for us right here in Studio Number 7, email it to us, shout at theflypod.com. Well, I have been your host, Gary Puckett. And our show comes to you free and clear on your portable media device or computer through the program feeds of the flypod.com new media network. We're glad you joined us today. Thank you for listening in here on Super Chat, the official school information podcast for Richland Bean Blossom Community Schools. Music.